thank the Lord for being here this Sabbath day and thank him for many blessings he has restored upon me. My topic for today is the communion of Jesus Christ, which is the will of the Father. Now, everything that is written in the scripture is sacred and highly prophetic and very deep. It is the word of Jesus Christ, who is the word of God. All things to be fulfilled points to our salvation as children of God. Christ, who is God and creator of all things in heaven and earth, was anointed the Melchizedek, the high priest of the whole most high God in heaven. To Christ is given the honor of the first fruit and the firstborn with the keys to death and hell. To him was given the honor of the Son of Man and the man-child because it was the will of the Father for Christ to come down in the flesh of man to save him from a sure death because of the sins of Adam and Eve. It is written that the testimonies of Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. Everything that is written in the word of God declares from the beginning how this world will come to an end. It also declares how far Satan and the forces of darkness can exert their destructive power and influence upon man and the sons of God. Now, to be loved of God, we must keep all of his commandments and fulfill all forms of righteousness as written. Now, there are ordinances of worship ordained by God, which are sacred acts we must perform often as a memorial of sanctification and oneness is with God. One of these ordinances is the communion of Jesus Christ. And what is the meaning of communion? Well, communion signifies fellowship, concord, and agreement. And it is written in John 5, 7, and 8. There are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, which is Christ, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. And there are three that bear witness in the earth, the spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three agree in one. Therefore, we his children must also be one with them. As it is written in John 17, 17, 21, and 23, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is true. That they all may be one as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee, and that they also may be one in us, I in them and thou in me, that they may be perfect in one. 
you can see there was an agreement here that Christ should come down from heaven to save mankind from sin. Now, before Christ was crucified, which was on the eve of the Passover, he introduced a new ordinance to be performed during all holy days to remember his suffering and the New Testament of the gospel dispensation. So in ceremony, the pure blood of the grape represents the blood shed for the remission of sin. And the unleavened bread represents his crucified body. And you can find this in Luke 22, 14, 15, Mark 14, 22, and 25, and Matthew 26, 26 to 29. But I must caution you with understanding what is written in Hebrew 9.22. It says, and almost all things are by the law purged with blood, and without shedding of blood is no remission. Now what does this term almost mean, which is by the law? Is there something to be done according to the laws of God before being purged by the eternal blood of Jesus? Well, let us see. It is written in Hebrew 9.26, but now once in the end of the world, notice the end of the world, that he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. Now this is the thing. Christ said, you must be born again of the water and the spirit. This is John 5 and 6. When a baby is born, he desires milk. So we who are newborn babes spiritually must desire the sincere milk of the word of God that we may grow by. And this is found in 1 Peter 2, 1 to 3. This is the first step in getting on the foundation of Jesus Christ. You must repent and rid yourself of malice and God and hypocrisies and envies and evil speaking so you can be one with Christ and the Father. This is your beginning. This is the beginning of your faith. Then you must drink the water of life, which springs up into everlasting life. This is John 4, 10 to 14. Then you can be one with Christ and the Father and the Holy Spirit in heaven. Again, we must eat the body of Christ and drink his blood as written in John 6, 53 to 58, Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man 
and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whosoever eat my flesh and drink my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up when the last day. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me, and I in him. As the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me, he shall live by me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, which is a living man from God. So it is written again, hold everyone that thirsty, come to the waters, and he that have money come ye buy and eat by wine and milk without money and without price. So spiritually, bread and water and milk and let your soul delight in fatness. This is a blessing. You know, this is a great blessing. For it is written in the testimonies of Jesus Christ. Blessed are they that do hunger and thirst after righteousness, but they shall be filled. That's what this is all pointing to. All of this is the communion of Jesus Christ, so we might be perfect and holy like the Father in heaven. Only then can we receive the Spirit and the water and the blood in the earth first, it has to be in the earth first. Then the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost can bear record in heaven of your perfection in this earth. They will see your wisdom, your knowledge, your understanding, and growth in righteousness. Then Christ will put away sin by the sacrifice of himself in heaven. This is the atonement when he will blot out your sins in heaven against us. Then we can go to heaven in the end of time, which Christ said was going to happen in the end. You can't get up there until the end comes. And he comes down and take you up there. He's coming down with many angels and he's gonna take all his saints up in heaven. Then we are one with God. Therefore, the ordinance of communion is a memorial of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, what his death and resurrection did for our salvation in this earth. And then again, what will he do for us in heaven before we can come up to to him. He had, he had to do something for us in the earth first, and then he had to do something for us in heaven before we can get up and that up there, and that's the tongue. It also declares what we must do to be saved, which is repenting, being born again, resisting the devil, keeping all the commandments and the testimonies of Jesus Christ to be saved. So in conclusion, 
Communion is a religious ordinance, a physical act performed in ceremony, declaring what we believe and spirit. We believe spiritually. Amen.